Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Wait for Rest podcast. I'm your host, Kim. You've been called to a purpose that is beyond anything you could imagine. Your value is priceless. God has entrusted you to represent a picture of Christ's church. It's important to know because Jesus is coming back for his bride, the church. Once he comes, those who are a part of his church will have access to God's eternal rest. Ladies, you are valuable because in everything that you do, God has asked you to paint a beautiful picture of Christ's church so that through you, others may come to receive God's gift of eternal rest. But first, you must know his rest for yourself. Oh, ladies, we all need rest, and not just any rest, God's rest. It starts with understanding your value and ends with exchanging your weight for his rest. Hey ladies, this is Kim, Kim Hawkins, and thank you so much for joining me today. Whether you are listening through Spotify or whatever podcast platform you're listening to, or if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for your support and encouragement. Um, you know, this podcast is a long time coming. Um, I, I, If I'm honest, I have been running from doing this. It's my very first time doing this, so bear with me if you can. But most importantly, what I'm here to do through this podcast is to just encourage and uplift us women. We are all in need of rest one way or another. If you say today that you're not needing rest, um, you must be a superhero (laughs) because I can tell you today I am one of those that need rest um, and I can guarantee that you are with there right there with me. Um, But today as I was preparing, you know, just praying and asking God to help me, encourage me, um, show me what I should say to you all through this podcast. Um, I was reading through first Corinthians and uh, if you have, haven't read uh, Paul's journey in the Bible, let me tell you, um, this is the first time that I've been like enamored by his journey. But I ran into this verse and I want to share it with you because um, it really did help me uh, before I got started here. Because oftentimes we uh, feel like we have to be so ready and so equipped and so prepared before we do anything. Um, definitely me because I am a perfectionist. So this verse here really did encourage me. I'm going to read it. Um, I wrote it down. It's 1 Corinthians 1, verse 17. It says, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. Okay, so that verse really slapped me in the face because reading the whole chapter, it's about Paul and he's talking about what he's doing. He even talks about, hey, look, I baptized a couple of people. I don't even know how many I did, but that's not my that's not my mission here. Baptizing was a good thing, but it wasn't exactly the mission that Christ had given him. The, The mission that God gave him was, hey, just share the gospel. I'm not asking you to be eloquent with your words. I'm not asking you to have the best words, to sound the best, to have to be the most organized, most planned. I'm just asking you to share. Because the more and more, Paul said, the more and more wisdom of the words that you try to use, the less the cross of Christ is effective. So that was convicting to me because I'm sitting here thinking, what can I do? What do I need to organize? What do I need to say? Let me map it out. Let me outline it. Don't get me wrong. Those are good things. But I am I'm sitting here just so working myself up to make sure it's perfect. And the Lord showed me, hey, Kim, the more and more you try to, to make it something eloquent, using the wisdom of your words, the less you're making 
the cross I, bo I bear, I bore, um, ineffective. So today I want to start real quick, just to, a quick prayer, because everything that I share on this podcast, I do not want it to be about me. I'm asking that the Lord would um, make it uh, about him. And when you leave, when listening to it, whether you're sharing it or not, that you remember Jesus and not Kimberly. You remember what he has done for you and not what Kim has gone through. Um, or what Kim, how Kim shared it so eloquently. I, I most importantly want it to be something where Jesus Christ is glorified. So I'm going to say a quick prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity just to sit here and talk about you, Lord, everything that you've done for us, the, the uh, cross you bore for us, Jesus Christ, so that we can have an eternal rest, Lord, Thank you so much for making us valuable. Thank you so much for showing us how valuable we are because of the, the love that you um, have expressed to us, Lord, everything that you've given up just so that we can rest in you and have a home of eternal rest. Lord, I pray that you use this podcast to encourage whatever lady is going through, whatever she's going through today, Lord, whether it's a loss of a loved one, whether it's just unforgiveness, bitterness, whether it's just carrying unnecessary weight. Lord, I don't know exactly what every woman is going through, but I pray today that you use me to glorify you. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this day. Amen. So I am going to jump right in um, with sharing. How did I get here? Right. Why is this uh, podcast even out? Why, why is Kim talking about rest? Because if you really know me, <laughs> you would know that uh, resting is not my expertise. As a matter of fact, it's probably something that the Lord is still teaching me, trying to get me to understand. Um, yeah, and he's been very merciful and gracious in that way. But I'm going to first talk about how did I get here? Um, in February last year, February 2023, we, um, my, my church choir, um, I sing in the choir there and we were doing a concert in Tennessee. And, um, I remember specifically on the second day of the, uh, no, sorry, the first day of the concert, I had a, a, a blackout. Um, actually, I'm going to stop. I'm going to rewind from there. February 10th, February 10th, our church had this, uh, this, couples date night it was really cool we invited a speaker to come and share and his story was just impactful let me tell you very impactful but one thing that he said that really stood out to me um he started talking about how he really wanted to be used of the lord um he wanted to, to know his purpose but he felt like something was holding him back and it was that day that the lord has showed him hey you know you have some unforgiveness from your past and bitterness from your past that you have not forgiven and you have to let that go that's a a sin and unnecessary weight that you're carrying that is causing you not to be effective for the cause of christ um i i listened to that and i thought oh man yep that's me that's me because i've had some past past um hurt and i'm not here to share all of that uh maybe eventually one day but I've had some past hurt and I had, I had carried it for a very long time up until last February 10th, uh, 2023. 
And I had felt as well that I was, I, there was more maybe the Lord wanted me to do, but there was some type of deep rooted sin or problem that I needed to get rid of. And, you know, the unforgiveness that I had, rightfully so, the things that were done, for sure. I do believe I had a reason <laughs> to to be upset and hurt, but it doesn't create an excuse to not forgive because Jesus has forgiven us for everything. So that day I made a commitment, Lord, uh, asked the Lord to help me to remove that unforgiveness, that bitterness that I had towards that person. Whether that person, and to this day the person has no idea that I forgave them, and that's not the point, but um, whether the person forgives me or not is, is not the, the, the issue or the solution. It's you making a choice to forgive them, to no longer hold an offense against them, um, and, and to hold you back from the purpose that God has given us. So that day, I, I know the Lord helped me um, remove that unforgiveness and bitterness that I was holding on to. And February 24th, 24th, that was the day we're going to fast forward to when we were in the concert and um, I told you that the first day I had this weird blackout. I don't even know what happened. Um, I, I was in the middle of worshiping, and all of a sudden, everything got black. Um, I remember we were going into, we were singing a song in the middle, and the, the uh, soloist was doing, a, like, kind of speaking. And I remember opening my eyes and not knowing where I was. My hands were still in the air. And... I just started to call it to Jesus. And I, I, it may have looked from the outside in that I was worshiping Jesus. Okay, sure, you can call it that. But ultimately, I was crying out for help. I had my hands in the air and I had my head down. And I was crying out loud, Jesus, help, help me, help me. Um, I remember after that song, we all went back to the back. They called the uh, medical uh, help to come and assist me. I pretty much just laid out. I went into a panic because I didn't know what was going on. Still to this day, I cannot tell you what was going on, but I can guarantee the Lord was trying to get my attention with something. So February 24th, we were heading home, and uh, I was on this flight, and usually when I'm on a flight, I guys, I am out cold. It doesn't take much. I am gone. But this particular flight, I was wide awake, and uh, I remembered that the Lord, I, well, I felt I did not believe it was the Lord. I'm going to say that. I did not believe it was the Lord. But I felt like this voice, my heart, my head, whatever. And it was, Kim, you should write a devotional, a book. Immediately, ladies, I thought, this is not real. I do not read. I don't write. Um, no, this is not the Lord. Absolutely not. I just was like, no, 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 this is not real. I remember trying to run from it for about a couple of weeks before I finally shared it with my husband. And uh, he, I remember he asked me, hey, well, write about what? What do you think God wants you to write about? I got so offended, lady. I was, ladies, I was like, look, I don't know. I can write about anything, patience, gentleness. I, well, I don't know. But I was very frustrated with the question. Um, and I remember just saying, you know what? I, this is not real anyways. So let's just let it go. I went to work, and this was probably a couple of weeks later. On my way back from work, I was in the subway station. And if you guys don't know, I live in New Jersey. But when I was working, I commuted to Brooklyn, New York every day. So that commute was a good both ways. Going and, going and coming back home was a good two and a half hours of my day. But I remember coming home, 
And uh, <laughs> I saw this sign in the subway station and it was kind of like the maybe like the world or a human way of thinking type of definition for resting. And I remember reading it and I thought that is not it. That's not it. And me of all people who don't even know how to rest, I could read that and thought, mm, that's probably not right. <laughs> so as soon as that came, that thought came to my mind, it was as if the Lord said to me, Kim, that's right. That's exactly what I want you to pursue, what I want you to write about, rest. And then I thought, okay, no, mm -mm, this definitely can't be real because, like I said, I don't rest. So I'm not equipped to talk about something that I don't do. I cannot mislead people and tell them, hey, you need to rest when meanwhile I'm, you know, busy, busy, go, 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 don't stop. If you stop, you're lazy, you're unsuccessful, you're ineffective, you're in my way. You know, it's go, go, go. So I can't talk about that. This is not real. So I remember maybe about a month later, I, I couldn't get it out of my head. I mean, I was really pressured with it. I decided, you know, fine, God, this is what you want. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to write something. And me trying to be holy, holy, holy. <laughs> I pulled up some scriptures. Never do this, ladies. Never just open the Bible to manipulate it and find find verses that would just match up your agenda and make you feel like what you're doing is right. Don't do that. God's word will speak to you in the way that it's supposed to speak to you. You don't have to manipulate and find stuff to match it up your agenda. But in this particular time, I did that. I went and searched for verses that word verses in the Bible and stuff in the Bible that talked about rest. Um, started writing stuff down and really going for it, saying, hey, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. The Bible says this. Bible says that. And I started to read through that, and I thought, you are so hypocritical. Because there is none of this. Everything that you've read, you do not do. Okay? So, and also, it's trash. I remember taking the paper, waddling it up, throwing it away. I started crying. I was frustrated. You know, when, when the Lord calls you to do something, when you believe the Lord is calling you to do something, he doesn't need you to take control of it. He just needs your obedience. Yes. And then he, he will take care of the rest. But me, the go-getter, the organizer, the do-do-do, I was very adamant about I am going to do it. So... <laughs> Whether it causes me stress or not, um, whether I have to wait or not, I'm going to do it. So I remember that day I gave up. I went out to the backyard of my apartment complex. I was crying and I told the Lord, I said, you know what, God, can you choose someone else? If this is really something you want out there, you want to encourage people to rest in you. You want them to rest more. You need to use someone that can actually talk about it and that actually can be used to, to your glory. I am not that person. I am not that person. And I just remember saying, God, you have to pick someone else. I, I'm not the one. I, I'm not equipped. I can't do this. And um, it was as if the Holy Spirit, I really believe the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Um, and when you know Jesus, he speaks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm already tearing up with this. But you'll realize, ladies, I am a crybaby. <laughs> but anyway, so... I remember that the Lord spoke to me that day and said, Kim, you're right. You were not equipped. I'm not asking you to teach these ladies how to rest. That's not what I'm asking you to teach. I'm asking you to learn. 
what it is to rest in me. And then once you learn, invite others to learn with you. So that's what I'm here to do today and in this podcast. But I'm going to get to a little more with how I got here and how I ended up leaving my job. So that day, I remember telling the Lord, you know what, if this is what you want, you're going to have to give me time and you're going to have to give me content. I don't have the time to write a book. I just don't have the time. I don't even have the content. I don't know what to write down. You clearly saw what I wrote. It was trash. This is not going to convey anything. So that was my demand to the Lord. I remember uh, that was like a Thursday, maybe a Friday. And during this time, maybe a couple of days before that, I had had some doctor appointments that I was waiting for results back. Miss complications with my neck, complications with my knee. That following Monday came, got results back for the doctor's appointments. I found out I had a tumor in my knee. Um, and uh, thank God it's benign. It's not cancerous, but I'm in the process of with my orthopedic, making sure it doesn't become cancerous. But, you know, of course, that sent me into a, a frenzy, freaking out, panics. Um, ended up having to go to physical therapy for, for my knee, physical therapy for my neck. Um, ended up, you know, months later um, having panic attacks. And um, I ended up having to see a therapist for my panic attacks. Ladies, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable with you in this, in this podcast. You know, I do believe that the Lord helps others. It teaches others through problems that they go through, but not just for the person. It's for them to share with other people so that they are helped. Um, and so, yeah, I had to see a therapist um, for my panic attacks, my anxiety. I'm very embarrassed about that, but we'll get to that later on. Um, I'm so thankful that the Lord used the lady who helped me. But uh, anyway, so that Monday I, I got this report and I am just very like panicky. Okay. I remember my husband, I was sharing with him the results. I'm just saying, well, I don't know, what should I do? Um and the response he gave me, ladies, <laughs> the response he gave me was, you know what? I think you should leave your job. Um, it seems as though you may, he says to me, it seems as though you may be uh, obsessed with, with working. Let me, ladies, look, let me tell you this, okay? I do believe my husband had the intent to help me, and he really was. But let me tell you, I was not happy. I did not receive that as help. I received that as like... Who do you think you are telling me I need to quit my job? Everything I've been doing is to help us. I'm a hard worker. There is no need for me to quit my job. I love my job. Who are, what? No. Okay, so I was very offended about that. Very offended that he would say that to me. Obsessed over my job? Okay. So, yeah, this is how I received it, ladies. Not very, not a very good attitude. Not even realizing that the Lord was using my husband, of all people, to present time to me i just demanded to the lord give me time give me content and he used the very person that i'm married to <laughs> to present it to me but i didn't see it this that way so he said to me you know what if you leave your job i think it would be great if you pursue painting you're good at painting maybe you could do something like that i said well um maybe i'll pursue this book i don't know maybe but that's if i leave this job i'm not really doing that end of the week come ladies and uh my husband loses his job. Quite craziness happened at, at the job he was working in, so he ended up losing his job. And I thought, you know what? This is the crazy thing. This is so crazy. 
I remember texting him right before he, he shared that he lost his job. Um, I said, okay, so just a reminder, you said this about me leaving my job. Is this, you, this is something you really want, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't get a response back. I was like, well, that's odd. An hour later, that's when I found out he lost his job. So I thought that was very interesting, but I was in a much more panic. And I thought, well, okay, so I really cannot leave my job. Clearly, this opportunity of time was not real. Okay, so I remember going to work the following Monday, and I sat with my boss, and I shared it with him, and I said, um, hey, look, this is going on with my body. <clears throat> my husband lost his job. We need prayer. Um, and I worked at a church, guys, so I could say this with my, my boss. And he was so kind, so gentle. But the interesting thing that he said to me was, you know what? If God wants you to leave this job, you need to be obedient and go. And I thought, well, I don't think he was listening to me because um, I just said that my husband lost his job. I'm the one making the money and you're telling me I should leave my job. I never mentioned to him about leaving my job. Nothing like that didn't indicate it from what I thought. Um, but he said that to me, and I thought, I just said, um, that doesn't make sense. But he said, think about it. Then he ran to a meeting and left me there, told me I could go home. Um, I went to my office, and I was very frustrated, very, very, very frustrated. I was like, he wasn't listening to me. Listen. <laughs> but uh, in walks a sweet lady in, uh, who worked there, and she does, like, she takes, like, the uh, – she does housekeeping, and she's the sweetest lady. Her name is Eugenia. I'm not going to give her last name because I don't want to really, you know, share her business like that, but her name is Eugenia, the sweetest lady. She comes in there, and she takes out the trash. She asks me, you know, a random, random question. She's like, Kim, do you do paintings of couples? I said, you know, sure, sometimes. Um, she said, do you – would you mind take paying a picture, picture of me and my husband? I said, sure, sure. But in my mind, ladies, I was just like, okay, I just can't be bothered right now. I'm, I'm just so frustrated. But she walks out, and you never guess what happens. She comes right back in, maybe a second later, and she says, you know what, Kim? God forbid you have to leave this job sometime soon, but I think you should take up painting. And I looked at her like, is she... Is, did she really just say that? Because my husband literally just said the same thing to me this past Monday or this past weekend. That was wild. Um, so anyways, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was crazy. I thought, okay, well, I text my husband and told him, you'll never guess what this lady said. But we didn't really think anything of it much. Hour later, my sister calls me. I talk to my sister every, every, every day around lunch break, talking to her, my little nephew. Um, and that day I was just complaining i told her you know look this is what what's going on with my body this is what's going on um with my husband's job blah 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 i think the lord is trying to tell me to leave my job i think the lord is trying to get me to um do something that i'm intimidated by and she goes well what is it and i said well i'm intimidated so i'm not going to share that with you and then she says well i already know what it is and i said okay in my mind I'm like you're gonna know it all you just know everything, so just go ahead and tell me what it is. <laughs> and she says, yeah, I believe God wants you to write a book. I, I don't know what it's about. It's something important. Um, but I think he wants you to write a book. And I thought, uh, oh, dear, this is odd. And my mouth is wide open, and she's like, is that, is that, is that what it is? And I'm like, yes. And of all people for my sister, like she's, she knows me. I'm not a reader. I'm not a writer. As a matter of fact, she's the reader. She's the smart one. So I have always made fun of her for being like a book nerd, but she's the smart one. And I'm the one that's like, 
there's no way she would think that I would write a book, but it had to be the Lord to use her that day. And I thought in my mind, still, still in denial, still running from it. This is not God. Book painting. Whoops, we can get out the picture. A couple of weeks later, my husband gets a job. He, I share it with my boss. We're excited. My boss says to me, praise the Lord. But hey, remember, if God wants you to leave this job, you need to be obedient and go. And I'm like, I said to him, why do you keep saying that to me? I have not indicated that, not said anything like that. And he said, listen, Kim, I will not be upset if you have to go. If God is telling you to go, you need to be obedient and go. Not thinking that the Lord is presenting time to me through the two people in, in my life that was most important, my, my husband and my boss. I mean, really, um, he was using those two people to tell me, you need to leave. But I still didn't get it. As a matter of fact, I was getting more frustrated. I remember maybe about a, maybe a couple of weeks later, I went to Miami. I'm going to share that story on another day because that story is mind-blowing, how the Lord spoke to me and was like, Kim, you gotta, you need to be obedient and step out. I would take care of the rest. I remember coming back and telling my boss, okay, there's something I have to share with you. And he said to me, I already know you need to leave this job. And I said, can you tell me how do you know this? He said, uh, last couple of months, the Lord has been, I feel like the Lord has been telling me this. I didn't know when, I didn't know why, but I knew I had to be obedient and affirm, and affirm you and tell you that you need to be obedient and go. How beautiful and how gracious is our Lord. Even when you are so disobedient, even when you want to not believe what he's saying, even when you think you're crazy <laughs> with the things that are in your head, he still pursues you in such a sweet and gentle way. Even when you start to demand things of him to tell him, look, you need to do this, you need to do that. He is so sweet and so kind, ladies, that he would push me in such a nice tap. I mean, such a gentle tapping way. So craziest story happens and I'm going to wrap it up here and we will we will come back next uh, in a, two more weeks but this is the craziest story that happened month two months after that I was in the kitchen of my uh, my job got, getting some plates for a little birthday party we were going to have and I grabbed the plates and I thought I cannot take these plates unless I ask someone who's over inventory and there's this guy at our church his name is Jimmy he is he is like probably the sweetest guy, someone I hadn't really talked to a lot. You know, at high and by, he gets his work done. He's a hard worker, but I've never had an in-depth conversation with him. I just know what he does. I know he works hard. But that particular day, his name came to my mind. And I thought, i got to talk to Jimmy and see if I could take these plates. I opened the kitchen door, and there's Jimmy. And I'm like, Jimmy, can I take these plates? And he says, yeah, take them. Um, sure, take them all. So now I'm like, thank you. And I, I walk away and I'm about to walk out. And he says, hey, wait, I have something to share with you. And I said, oh, OK. And he says, um, I had a dream about you. And I said, oh, dear. Uh, let me I, look, look, look. I don't know what this dream is about, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking in my mind. But, you know, he says, I had a dream about you. And I said, OK, well, what's it about? He said, you had a bestseller book in this dream and it was new york times and he's getting excited with his brooklyn accent and he's like you know what and all this while he's talking i'm like what is this man saying to me right now my mouth is wide open in shock and he says you know what you were at a book sale you were share selling your book you were talking to this guy i don't know who it was but the cool thing was it was a devotional and in the devotional you had stories you've written down uh there were blanks for people to fill in their reflections but um uh, 
you, uh, the cool part about it was that you had painted a picture above every story. And I'm thinking, no way, no way, no way is this man saying this right now. And he says to me, Kim, this has to count for something, right? And I was like, you have no idea. I couldn't even share with him what in the world was going on in my mind because in my mind I'm thinking, you know what? I think I'm creative. I think that I, you know, think I have a creative bone in me. But never in my life would I have put this idea of painting, this idea of this book and put it together into one thing. Never. It was almost as if the Lord had sent an angel to me and threw up the end game. I don't know how it will come to fruition. I don't know what's to come, right? But I do believe that the Lord used him to get my attention for something that I thought was so crazy in my mind. And now I'm here. I ended up leaving my job October 26th. It took me a long time. I will share that story coming up in two more weeks. But ladies, I'm here because the Lord has pursued me to leave my job to find rest in him so that I can share it with you all. And if you didn't get it from the whole story, I am in the process of writing a book um, I to, to dive into more details about his rest. I'm here on this podcast to share it into more details as well. Um, but ultimately, ladies, I cannot wait to share some crazy things that the Lord has been showing me about his rest. And let me tell you, none of it is Kimberly Michelle Hawkins. I can tell you right now, if, if, if you were asking me any of this months ago, I would be totally against it. Totally against it. Yeah, my life would have proven that too. So I'm excited, ladies. I'm so excited to share more and more with you. I ask that you would pray uh, pray for me. Share this podcast with any um, ladies that you uh, think that would be encouraging to um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel um, you can follow any of my podcasts uh, on the podcast platform right now it's on Spotify um, but most importantly I uh, am thankful that you are here to support me and to encourage me and I pray that the Lord uses it God bless you Thank you so much for listening to the Wait for Rest podcast. To stay updated with future episodes, the book release, and more, visit www.wait-for-rest.org. And remember, Jesus says to come to him if you're tired and if you have any burdens. And it's through him that you will find God's rest. Until next time.